You're listening to the Centre Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message, recorded live from our Brighton campus. My name is Giovanni, for many do not. Um, I'm from Italy, specifically Sicily. And um, just in case, if you don't say, just I'm from Italy. And if I have a problem with the language, Tyler, he offered this morning to translate for me. So... Right? He said, Giovanni, don't worry, I will translate for you if you, you don't know something. I said, okay, thank you, it's amazing. Uh, <laughs> what I will do this evening is just share with you um, part of my testimony, and, and I will explain where I come from and my family background. Um, like I said before, I come from Italy, right? Um, and... Um, my family, I come from, I, I born in a Christian family, and my family for many years, they, they were involved in the church in different activity. My father, for, from when he was 18 years old, he was elder inside of the church, and he still is today. And uh, my grandfather was pastor, uh, then my other grandfather as well. Uh, my mom, he was the, 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 the Sunday school teacher, and as well the responsible of the, the worship team in the church. And my brother, he was more spiritual than me every, every time. <laughs> and so, grew up in this environment, you grew up with the thing that God is good, Jesus died on the cross for us, for our sin, is our savior, and all this stuff. But... Also, if you grow up with this environment, if you don't really experiment Jesus in your life, you cannot really understand the meaning of all this stuff. And so I was going every single Sunday and single service prayer meeting to the church because my family imposed me, you need to come to the church. And I've been with them all the time. I was like, in the sense, I was there with my body, but my mind was away because for me, the church was a really a cool place to to be, to be there. And honestly, I, I felt bored and I, I was thinking just about my stuff. So through all this stuff, for many years, I keep going with my thoughts. Like, okay, I will go to the church for please my parents, for for please the people that they look at me and say, oh, you need to be an example because you are the son of the elder of the church and your pa- your grandparents are pastor, all this stuff. So I've been in the church and be like an example for people because I was always there, I was behave, I was quiet in the church and all this stuff. But when I was out of the church, I had like the double life. Uh, I did all what I would like to do. Uh, I had friends that we can say that they are not Christian, they don't believe in God at all. And uh, I did many things with them, and I did all what, whatever we, we had in mind. And growing up in this environment, I didn't really understand and really experiment God in my life. Also, if my family was Christian, and also if every single day in my house we speak about God, I didn't experiment God. Until a point when I was 14 years old, in a prayer meeting, um, we, the pastor said, this evening we pray for, for receiving the baptism in the Holy Spirit. In the Sunday school, in the Sunday school, 
always the, the teacher said to me, like, it's important to receive the baptism in the Holy Spirit because in this way, when you receive the Holy Spirit inside of you, God can spoke to you more and, and you have more, uh, a full relationship with God, more intimacy with him. And uh, I say, yeah, maybe, maybe it's good <laughs> to have this with me. And I start to pray. And in a really simple way, really, because God is really is amazing and is really full of love for us. He baptized me with his Holy Spirit. I received this, this, uh, this, this thing on my life. And I, I was full of joy and it was amazing. Uh, uh, the, the relationship, the way that I was speaking with God and speaking in tongues. And everything was good and amazing. But... For many of us, for sure, no. But I will say again, when you receive the baptism in the Holy Spirit, it's just the first step. It's not the end of your life. It's not like the final step of the Christianity. It's just the first step or many other steps we got. But the problem was, like, I was thinking that uh, now I received the baptism in the Holy Spirit, I'm complete. I don't need any anything more. So I didn't more step with God. And little by little, I've been again far. All my teenager here um, stay with other friends out of the church, and I've been far, far from God. Um, to arrive at the point that really I wasn't again interesting at all about the stuff of the church, and I was just interesting to do my life and me enjoy to my life because I was young, and I say I have time to do that. I have time to give the, my life to God. I have time to be Christian. I have time to to be baptized in water. I have time. I have time. But <laughs> it was funny because also if I say I have time, I had a big fear inside of me. And that this fear was like in the Sunday school, they teach us that one day our, our hope is that Jesus will come back and will take his church with them, with him in, in heaven. And we stay with him forever in an amazing place that he is preparing for us. And I was, I was believe on that. And I was, I was really scared that Jesus came. And uh, my, all my family will go with him, and just me, I will stay here. <laughs> and I was really scared about that, seriously. Um, sometimes I was on my own at home, and my mom was at work, my dad as well, and my brother was, I don't know, with some friend or out. And uh, like this fear came in my mind, like I was panicking. I said, you can, you can imagine if Jesus came, and I'm just in my home and watching the TV and doing anything. I just came, take all my family, just me. I say here. So I, I was panicking. I say, oh, what are you doing? I called my mom because he's the most spiritual person in the family. So I, ta- I, take, the, I take the phone and I say, but what I will say to her? I say, oh, I will ask her when she will come back home at the same time for many here, six o'clock in the evening. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> try to call my mom. With the phone in my hand, she didn't answer. Oh, say, oh no. Oh, say, you can imagine it's, it's coming now. Ah, I procrastinate all the time. So I said, oh, I will call my dad. Maybe he will answer. So I call my dad. And sometimes he replies, sometimes not. So, I, like, he didn't reply. So I was really panicking. Oh, he didn't reply. Oh, I think Jesus is really calm now. <laughs> so I will call my brother, my last hope. <laughs> So I called my brother, and my brother called. He said, hey, John, uh, uh, Enzo. My, the name of my brother is Enzo. He said, 
And so, ah, well, where are you? I said, I'm in town. I said, why, why are you calling me? I said, no, nothing. I, I want just wonder when you come back home. I said, really? I said, yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't say that. I was panicking for that thing. So I keep going with this thought on my mind. And I was keep going with my life. I be enjoying myself. One evening, um, I remember um, I, was, I was in a pub with my friends. Um, we were there, we are we are laughing, we were drinking, and I was 20, 21 years old, I think. Yeah, 21. And and when I was in that pub, in that place, and uh, I was with these friends, and I was in the queue for get a drink, and and in that moment I heard like a voice, a real loud voice, that he shouted me, I say, um, Oh, young youth, be be happy on your young age. Uh, your high, young age. I say, we're speaking, we're speaking. I I I looking around. I say, in Italian, I really literally translated the, the Italian version of that verse because I will read now. And I look me around. I understood it was something from the Bible. But I say, who in that place speak about the Bible? And I say, no, it was just my mind. So. I keep going, I stay in the queue, and after one minute, again, the same, the same statement shouts really loud on my, on my, on me. And I say, okay, <laughs> I think God won't say something. And from that moment, like, my eyes was like open, and I started to look me around on the place that I was, and I was see all that stuff that didn't please God. And I say to me, why am I here? God is not happy about that. And I feel really bad about that, that I was in that place drinking and, and do stuff that it didn't please God. And so I, I went away. I ran away of that place. I said I say to my friend, I need to go. I need to go. I say, why? Why? We are just come. No, I say, I need to go. I cannot stay here anymore. I go home that evening and in the morning I, I have this, 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 uh, this statement in my mind or this, this phrase, and I didn't know where it was in the Bible, so I went, I've been to my mom, and I say, Mom, I have a question for you, you know where is in the Bible this verse? And, uh, I say, yes, it's uh, in, Ecclesi- in Ecclesiastes, in Ecclesiastes, and um, chapter 11. So, I would like to read with you, because it's, it's really, really important for me. If with my bubble, I will I will try to manage <laughs> at the mic. That's that's a come on. Yes, we are almost there. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Ecclesiastes eleven verse nine. Let's say you are young, be happy while you are young, and let your heart give you joy in the day of your youth. Follow the way of your heart, and whatever your eyes see. But now, that for all these things, God will bring you into judgment. So that banish anxiety from your heart and cast off the trouble of your body, for youth and vigor of Meaningless. Meaningless? Yeah. So I say, okay, God was really speaking to me. 
and I really realized that I cannot keep in going like this. Uh, I won't take a referendum like Tyler this morning said in, in church, in Center Church in, in Burgess Hill, say like, you cannot follow to master, to people. You cannot follow to people. I did take this example of the uh, E.T. bring a kids in front of the church. I say, like, okay, you need to follow me, but in the same time, I will ask to go and sit. And it's impossible to follow a person and go in another direction, or because or you follow that person, or you go in another direction. And this is the truth. We cannot serve to master. For many years, I was thinking, I say, like, I've been in church, I've been in church with my parents. I, I am almost okay. I am in the right path. But in the same time, I want to be happy because I'm young and I want to do what I want. But in Matthew, if we read Matthew chapter 6, verse... Chapter 6, verse 24, say, No one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you will be devoted to one and despise to the other. You cannot serve both God and money. The Bible speaks about, here, these verses speak about God and money. Other versions speak God and Mammona in Italian. And as is, is the truth, we cannot serve two masters. We cannot be with one faith in and one faith out. And I was the, in that position for many years, and it was wrong, because I wasn't with God. I was just with myself, and joy just in what I'd done. And it's not, it wasn't good. So I decided to, to really take a, a different step of my life, and I decided to, to serve God. So little by little, from that experience, my life started to change, and grew up in, in, in and. And little by little, I, I experimented God more and more in my life. And it was amazing because in that time, in my church, uh, we, we started to have a different prayer meeting in, in, during the week. And it was like a kind of revival in my church. And many people get baptized and God starts to speak. And, uh, and I feel really... Uh, that my relationship with God increased daily by day. And it was amazing because... I, I feel peace, I feel love, I feel joy. And it was so, so great to be in the presence of the Lord. And, and I, cannot I cannot express how happy I, I was and I am now about that. Um, so when I, when I was during that time, um, I remember in a specific meeting, the, the pastor said like, um, he said, like, because you accept Jesus in your life, you need to take a commitment with him, that you won't follow him. If you feel that this evening, come in front at this appeal and uh, commit your life to God and say, God, uh, God, I won't serve you. I won't do something for you. Now I won't open a bracket with you and I won't say to you, like, be careful when we ask and pray God. Because God takes seriously what we say to him. When you commit your life to God, I say, God, I will do whatever you ask me to do. I will go where you ask me to go. And I will do everything because I won't please you. I say, God, he say, okay, you won't please me, you won't serve you. Okay, I will, I will, <laughs> I will let you to do that. And 
I will do that. I was really satisf satisfied on myself for the relationship that I had with God. It was amazing. But through that time, I started to have in I my, my relationship with God was amazing. But outside, I start to have different problem. I've been through different problem in the with money. I was um, because I. Many years ago, I had an accident with a car, and I and it, through this through this accident, we've been in a legal process. And uh, after that, this legal process, they condemned me that I was guilty. So I I was need to pay back the money for the damage of the car and the stuff like that. So it cost me thousand thousands of euro. So it was like, oh, what is going on? And like all uh, some friend of mine, it started to to go far from me, and I felt really alone, and I was really scared. I say, God, what is going on? I commit my life to you, and now all this bad stuff is coming to me. I say, what is going on? I I believe you. I I I say that you are my father. You are with me. Why all this bad stuff is is going on? But God, uh, you had a, a big plan inside for me. And it's crazy how God move things in the in such strange way that we cannot realize how amazing will be the last plan. And so all those trouble, and I start to think, okay, I need to have a break. I need to go. I don't know where, but I, I need to go out. I need to think. I need to find again myself. I need to understand what is going on in my life. So I start to think like. Always I like to learn English. Um, I say, I will go to England for a couple of months, one, two months, uh, because we, my pastor have some connection with some Christian here in London, and um, they do like, you go there, they will teach you English, and you help them with the house, with kids, and stuff like that. So I say, I will ask to do something like that. Why not? So I was, little by little, I become really serious this this thing in my mind. So I, I asked to my pastor, I said, hey, listen, I would like to do this thing. And my pastor said, no, Giovanni, don't, we can, we can, you cannot do any more this. They don't do any more this. But listen, why you cannot go, if you want to go out, you go in England, why you don't go to the Bible school? And you improve your knowledge and your relationship with God. And the same times, you can understand your position where you are. And the, you can improve yourself. You can learn English and stuff. I say, okay, but how long it can be? I say, it's two years. Two years? I say, oh, two years is a long commitment because I have my job. I have my family. I have all my comfort zone here. Why I need to go out for two years and leave everything? It's a bit crazy you know, for the human mind. Why I need to leave like that? But because this thing... This feeling that I was need to go out, it was really strong in me. I said, I said, God, if it's in your plan that I need to go there, you need to open the door. Because I, in an economical way, I don't have money. Um, I don't want to leave my family because I feel bad. Um, say, if it's in your plan, you need to open the door for me. Or you, if it's not, just close the door. And really... God opened doors <laughs> in, the, in, a, in a way that I can never expect. And when I, I start to say, he, he start to confirm it through his word, uh, through the Bible, that 
he wants that I go there. He said, you need to take a step of faith. Also, if you don't have money, you need to take a step of faith. Because God is with you. I am your father. I care for you. And it's true. And he confirmed me with Joshua chapter 1. And in this amazing verse, Joshua chapter 1 verse 7 say, Be strong and very courageous. Because it was a moment that I said, Oh God, I go there. I don't have money. How can I... I can afford two years in England on my own without job, without anything. And God answered me with this verse. He said, be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses give you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything written in it, then you will be prosperous and su- successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Wherever you go. And I honestly, was really, I said, okay, God, you, if, if you say this to me, I will go. I will leave everything. I will leave my job. I will leave my comfort zone. I will leave my family. And I will go there. And so I said to my family, <laughs> I said, I will, I will go in England. And the first statement that my father said, but you don't speak English. He said, yes, I know. And I said, but I need to go. He said, I feel I need to go. But and my father said, but if you want to study the Bible, you can go in, it- in Italy. Here, we have the Bible school as well. Where I said, why you don't go? He said, because I don't feel I need to go. It's not right here. I need to go there. I don't know why. But I feel I need to go there. God wanted that I need to go there. And my father, also he's a Christian, he was quite against me. I said, you can, if you want an approbation from me, I will say no. You cannot go there. If you want to go in Italy, I will help you. I will, with economical way, I will help you. But if you want to go there, it's your responsibility. You need to provide for that. I was really discouraged on that. But, but I say, God, he said, my father, he say, he's against me. He doesn't want that I go there. What I need to do? What I need to do? And God answered me on that, on that prayer with Matthew chapter, <laughs> Chapter chapter 10, verse 37, that say, that say, anyone who loves their father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Anyone who loves their son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Whatever does, does not take up their cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whatever, whatever finds their life will lose it, and whatever loses their life for my sake will find it. When I read this verse, I say, I was like, Honestly, it was like God slapping me. He said, boom. He said, who is your father? The human one or me? Who cares more? Me or your human father? I, my father loved me. He, he, he venerated me. <laughs> Seriously, he, he can do everything for me. But 
God loves more us. He, he gave His only Son for us to die to the cross for our sin, for our salvation. And like, we cannot take a step for Him after all He done in our life. And I say, okay, God, I will do this step of faith. I guess also if my father is not agree with me, also if any, anyone that doesn't understand me, I will do this step of faith. Also if I don't have money, also if, if I cannot speak English, I will do this step of faith because you send me there. And if you send me there, you are with me. Because when Jesus is with us, he, he, he didn't leave us like, like this. Okay, I say to go. And after you just go on your own, hey, I don't, I don't care about you. No, he, when he say to Giovanni, you need to go there. This means that he will come with us and he stay with us because he's our father. He cares for us. He cares for us more than one else in this world, and it is, is amazing. And and I was secure in this feeling that. It, it was God that he sent me there. That also him, my father, he was against me on that thing. But I was so sure that God spoke on my life about that. That I say, by the way, I want closing short with, with this part. And I I was IBTI, the, the Bible school, starting in September because I did the English course as well. And I live. Italy with the with the with the feeling that my daddy didn't want me here, and uh, when I was arriving here in England, he called me and said to me, Giovanni, don't feel ashamed if you don't want to be there. You can I will buy you a ticket of the of the aeroplane and I will let you back. I say no, I am here and I will stay here. But I said that to him, like strong and serious. But when I closed, I was really scared because <laughs> because I didn't speak English at all, and I was scared. But I was sure because I said, "God, you you send me here, and you care for me." And also, if I don't understand what the people say, but I, I don't understand when I came here. Just for everyone, give you an idea. Now I, I speak English, not the best English, but I can let you understand me. Um, when I, I arrived here, I was like, if Karen asked me, hey, Giovanni, uh, how are you? I say, oh, I have uh, 27 years old. Say, I was with, with this English. Uh, I say, what is your name? What is your name? I ah, from Italy. Yeah. What, what? So I was with this kind. Of, I, I was horrible in that sense, but God was faithful, and really, He helped me day by day, and He let me understand. I was Tommy's here. <laughs> he can testify. He was volunteering at BTI, and I remember we did practicals together. Bless him because <laughs> he has such patience with me. I remember we need to move the tumble dryer, and he say, Giovanni. <laughs> I don't remember exactly what he said, but what I understood was, Giovanni, we need to move the tumble dryer, and we need to bring out, because it's broken, okay? And my answer was, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, okay, not problem, it's okay. It was just that, but I was, I was, I was, I was like scared, but at the same time, I, was, I had that peace, because I was sure that God, Jesus was with me. God was with me all the time. And I want to read the verse because it's really important for me. Because 
when when Jesus is with us, when nothing nothing like it can, we can be discouraged because for if we see we see things with our human eyes, we can be discouraged because we we see uh, difficulties, problem, and all the things that it can push down ourselves. But really, for God, nothing is impossible and. And really, God can change the context. He can help us. Because if Jesus is in our boat, <laughs> he, he can, nothing can happen to us. Also, if the, like, the storm come and, and the many difficulties come to us and you can see everything dark and black around you, Jesus is able to change your life. He's able to change the atmosphere. He's able to change all the darkness and transform all that in light that it just seems he can do it. And I want like to give this example like in the Bible, in Matthew chapter 8, verse 23. When Jesus, Jesus was in the boat with the disciples, and um, Jesus was sleeping, and uh, in that moment it was like a storm, like there was a rushing wind that moved the water, and the, the boat was was moving a lot, and the disciple was scared because they felt that they died. And they say in this verse like this, verse 23, say, Then he got into the boat, and his disciple followed him. Suddenly a furious storm came up on the uh, on the lake, so that the waves swept over the boat, but Jesus was sleeping. The, the disciple went and woke him, saying, Lord, save us, we are going to draw. To draw. He replied, you of little faith, why are you so afraid? Then he got up and rebuked the winds, the winds and the, the waves, and, the, uh, and it was completely calm. I, I want like just to like uh, I want just go in on that things like I want like like I, I want him I like to image to be there on that boat with Jesus. He was sleeping, he was quiet, and the disciple was afraid. And they say, Jesus, they say, <laughs> you you cannot understand. We 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 are drawing. You we need to do something because we 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 are almost to die here. And Jesus say. Why you are afraid? If I am with you, why are you afraid? I am with you. You don't need to be afraid. Because I am here. I am with you. And Jesus just say, Oh, you are your little faith. Because Jesus say as well, like if you have faith like a, a little muscle seed, you can say to the mountain to move and the mountain will move. And this is amazing because if Jesus is with that, we don't need to be afraid of anything. Also, if there is darkness around us, also if we don't see a solution in our problem in our life, Jesus is able to change everything because Jesus is the only one, is the God of the impossible, is the one that He can calm the storm, is is the is He can do everything, He can raise dead people, and He can do everything, and and for this reason, I want to say thank you to the Lord for. For all he done on me, and now I am here. Is just if I think where I was five years ago, and now I am sitting in front of you, speak a language that is it wasn't mine, <laughs> so, and share with you in a place that I never understood, I never imagined to be here. And honestly, it's just God that can do these things. But 
how you, we can do things is not just by our own, own strength of our capacity, but it's just through Him, through His love and His powerful grace that He helps us day, day by day. And I won't really say on the end of my day, of my life, I would, I would like to say thank you to God for everything. And I'm sure that God will continue to help him in this journey. I am not on the hand of this journey. I'm still in the process with you because we are almost the same. We are all in our journey. Someone is more far, someone is behind it. So we are in different journey, but we are in the same journey. And I would like to say to you this evening, like, like God was faithful with me and is still with me. Also, if sometimes I'm human and I forget about that, I start to be afraid. I, I, I just take the Bible because it's a, the Bible is our sword. Because the Bible, it can help us to, to be, to have new strength because it's a living book. It helps us day by day to improve our faith with God. Because we, if we read the Bible, we, we understand more and we, we really understand that without God, we cannot do anything. And, Really, I, I don't want to be repetitive. <laughs> and I say trusting God is the most important thing that we can do in our life. And God will help us to go through all this life. Because at the end of this life, there is a big, a big, great gift that, and place that Jesus is preparing for us. And this is what we do. We won't run this, we won't, we won't go through this, uh, I don't know how to say in English, but, <laughs> Um, we want to go through this journey in this earth and we want to declare that God is just the only one who can save our life and can change our life. And we, with, with this, I want to con- close that really God is our holy hope and we don't need to be afraid. And I would like to, to read Psalm 91 for a declaration that God is with us and we don't need to be afraid. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast at Centre Church. One church, passionately loving God and people in Burgess Hill and Brighton. To get the latest news or for any other information, check out our website at www.centrechurch.uk.